Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. If you're wondering who that is on the big screen, that is Kyle. We're recording, by the way. What? Like audio or video? Both. Oh, great! Yeah, you didn't know. You didn't know we're on YouTube. No, no, I did not. Yeah, we're on YouTube and iTunes now, and on SoundCloud. Fantastic! That is fucking awesome, right? Uh, Don't mind me. No, I'm not mine. I'm not mine. You just do your own thing, man. But hopefully Will comes by today also. I mean, it's it's still nice to just have the two of us. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, what would you like to discuss first? Um, there's a lot. There is plenty about. to talk about with the NBA. I mean, ugh. I, fuck it. I, I wrote down topics last night while I was fishing to go to go and discuss. First was a Q&A, but no one has fucking asked me shit. <laughs> well, here's one that you probably don't have on there that I would like to talk about. What? Alex Morgan sipping tea. How's that offensive? It's I'm not. Offended by the it's girl not. It's not offensive. I mean, if you're taking a knee, I completely get you have every right to be offended by that. But, oh, oh, Rapino, Rapino took a knee. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Fuck. Which, come on, enough already. Which I get it. Do you? You're on a U.S. national team. You're representing the country. You don't get to do that. No, you don't but, get to. You don't get to do that. But I understand this all like. Oh, I want to be this... Oh, I, I want to, like, express my rights, express my beliefs. I completely fucking get that. You do you, but... No. The fact no, that people are no, offended... No, when you when you join the national team, you, that's the... That's the highest honor. the United States of America. You're not representing, you know, a franchise. Yeah. Okay. You're representing a country. All right, well, in, that, in that particular case, then, yeah. That that's I mean, under that's, that's understandable. Not, that's like the Kaepernick thing. He's a 49er. That's you know that's on the 49ers. Like this is the United States, and this is our flag and our and our anthem in our country, on a national stage. Yeah, I mean, I get you want freedom of speech and all that, but not in that particular situation. It's not the time or place. No, it's not. <sighs> This would be a whole different discussion if this were, if this wasn't the World Cup, if this was like well, Major um, League Soccer. 
I would love to get into this conversation, mainly just because I've been a big proprietor of the fact of knowing Colin Kaepernick's background since he was in. Um, I, w- I was looking at drafting him when I was, you know, back in the day when he was coming out to draft and reading up on him and his his profile and everything. I mean, he was a good player out of college. Kind of came out of nowhere, and it's kind of a reach. I mean, he was adopted by a white family. He was given a great life, but what I've seen the most is that he don't show up to nothing. He don't show up to rallies. He doesn't show his face. He's like the man behind the curtain. And just the fact that like people talk about him like he's a hero. Warwick Dunn has been building houses around the NFL like for families forever, and he gets no recognition from anybody. He's like yeah. the greatest guy ever. Yeah. Ugh, and you got guys like... Focus and, on the negatives. That's and you got fucking... Does. Chris Long, who's out in Africa, like building wells, water wells, and shit, and and the entire continent of Africa. Oh yeah, some people doing some great stuff out there. Yeah, people t- choose to idolize a guy who protest protest Nike, a company that employs him, just to be over a Betsy Ross shoe. Like what the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> Okay. Talk about being a pussy. Yeah, this is the world we live in now. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate time. I I can't even say it is what it is anymore because this shit has got to stop. It's got to fucking stop. I wish it would at some point. I can't even enjoy sports anymore without you know every it was it was bad enough with the NFL boom and by the NFL boom I mean football becoming so immensely popular. Yeah, football in the '90s and late '80s and '90s, uh, when I was growing up, idolizing the players playing, they, they were they weren't popular like they are now. They're not. They weren't. You know, Dan Marino would be on commercials and in movies, and John Elway. Uh, you had Montana uh, still. Jim Kelly was in a movie or two, but never like these guys weren't like how they are now, hanging out no. with music people and. And it's drawn in fan bases and people to football who just don't care about the game. Yeah. They care more about the players than the actual game. They care about uh, the Tom Brady's of the world. The, the I don't know. It's hard to describe. They care more about... Culture? No... Just like their personal feelings towards a player or a team or a situation than they do about the actual franchise. And in a a sense, speaking like being a fan from as young as I have in your life devoted to a fanhood of a team. Yeah. And then you see 20-year-old girls with jet hats like, I'm the biggest jet fan in the fucking world and... Then they try and talk about players, and this player is so good, and they're talking about a dude who's, you know, a middle of the pack guy. And they talk like about the kicker, how he's the greatest kicker yeah. of all time. And it's always Jesus the referee's Christ. fault. And it's always, you know, when a team loses, it's the referee's fault, and the NFL's trying to screw them. And this wasn't when I was younger, and like, even growing up through football, it was never like this. No. You had your group of diehard fans and and then, you know, the casual fan who just watched football, who just watched all the teams and didn't really have an opinion on everything. And now it's like everybody's an analyst. Everybody has their philosophy of how the game should be played and everybody else is wrong. And it's just a weird. It's a weird place we're in with football. It's almost gotten too popular. And sports in general. Yeah. Well, you can't say it about hockey, really. Or even baseball. I feel baseball, because it's 162 games and the dedication it takes to being a true baseball fan, they've kept their culture. Yeah. Hockey and baseball. baseball culture, you know? Hockey and baseball have done a good job at that. Here's an example of it. In baseball, a guy comes up and hits three home runs and does a bat flip. The next time out, your, your pitcher's fucking beating him. He's hitting him. Yeah. You know? And that's a baseball culture thing. It's it's a not a nice thing to do, but that's the game. Yeah, and that's it great. Hasn't about changed it. over a hundred years. 
If a quarterback was running around dancing, jabbing his mouth, the next time a defensive end came around, he threw an elbow up in your face. And now if that happens, it's a suspension of $100,000 fine and concussions, and this guy is a monster and he shouldn't be playing. And the, you see that sense? Yeah, now, the, now as you say uh, that, I miss guys like Lyle Alzado when he played, how he would just fight people. Yeah, not just fight people. It's just they've taken away a quarterback can't even be touched now. Yeah, they've taken away the essence of the game, the the the, the toughness, the 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 grit. I mean, teams hating each other too. You know that's kind of gone now with the whole free agency and everybody moving around a lot. But yeah. I mean, the Steelers, Ravens, and the Steelers and. The Raiders and, and Chiefs. Raiders. And, yeah, I mean, those rivalries back in the day, these guys hated each other. Yeah, they Niners, Cowboys. Niners, Cowboys, too. Mm-hmm. Giants, Cowboys. Jets, Patriots, too. Well, that's more modern. Oh, yeah. The Jets really weren't anything back in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, the ni- late 90s, you can say so. With Testaverde. Yeah. I guess. Bills Dolphins? Bills Dolphins, definitely. They hated each other. Brian Cox walked into the stadium flipping all the fans off. That's great. (laughs) It's fucking awesome. (laughs) Oh, he's hated at Buffalo. He's, He's just... He's one of our most hated athletes. Yeah, I mean, even look at it now. We still carry that type of thing. We throw dildos on the field to Tom Brady. That's fucking funny every time. We just hate him. We hate him, and it, we we don't. It's not even like we hate the person. We hate the player. Yeah, it's not like Tom Brady can't walk around Buffalo without being attacked or anything like that. It's just <laughs> you get booed. People don't like you know. We hate him there. He's killed us for so long. Yeah, there's a hatred. Yep. Knicks Pacers. Oh. Even in basketball. Look at the rivalry that Steph had with the uh the the Cavs and all that. There's no you know There's no hatred type of hatred. No, there's no hatred with the Warriors Cavs. I mean you could say that or like the I can't even say with the NBA anymore. Like the NBA back 10, 15 years ago. But it's not even acceptable to hate another team nowadays. You have people on these talk shows and on ESPN saying how how awful the fans are for cursing a player out and it's classless and, and, how, and that and, oh. and a heckler and they shame hecklers. Like, no, that, that's that's the fans' job is to get in the athlete's head. Oh, Toronto. To help their team. Toronto hockey that's, fans were the worst when they killed us, when they killed us Islander fans for booing John Tavares. When he came home to the Coliseum for the first time. And they had every right to boo him. They had every fucking right. Look. If he's going to let the guy walk in and score three goals and cheer him as he does it, what's the point of being a fan? Exactly. Exactly. So, people might not know exactly, you know, I, I, I want to tell this story about, you know, John Tavares and all that. So... Tavares, essentially what he did, pulled the Kevin Durant of the NHL. I mean, you can't really say that because Kevin Durant's a fucking pussy. And we can say that. It was a pussy move. You can't can't really say that because Durant didn't go to Washington, D.C. and play with the, you know, I won't want to call them the bullets, but the, the... (laughs) <laughs> the Wizards? Yeah, the, the Wizards, but I want to call them the Bullets because I just hate calling them anything True. but the Bullets. <laughs> but anyway, if Durant would have went and played with the Bullets, he he would have he essentially done what Tavares did. Tavares went to a team that wasn't built up. They weren't great, but that's his hometown team. He dreamed of playing them with a kid. I get that. Yeah, that's... I get it. That's but what I... I can't co- blame an Islander fan for hating you... For not saying it in the first place. Yeah, that that's what that's what bothers me the most about all this 
And yet, I still have my John Tavares poster for two reasons. One, he acted was a, like that decision was harder than it was. He, it's it was it was he was a damn good player when he was here, and also I had that poster to cover up a hole in my wall. But <laughs> no, I shit you not. I have a John Tavares poster. Look, see, I got yeah, one to cover a hole. I, in my... I wouldn't do that if I was you. You'll never see me with a a, a Stephon Gilmore a, poster. A Chris Hogan poster, even. Oh. But even he said that if he if, if he was asked the question if he can go back to one team and would have won a championship with what team would it be? He said it was the Bills, and yeah. he didn't say it was the Patriots. Yeah. So I'll give him that. I'll give him that one too. But it's not the fact that oh, Jay Tavares left. New York to go home to, to Toronto. I completely get it if you want to go home. It's the way you did it. I yes. don't... It's the way he did it. That's why us Isle fans have every single fucking right to boo him every time he touches New York ice. That, okay, you fucked us over by not saying you want to get traded to Toronto. He had... Every right to say I want to get traded to Toronto. He had every right to say that. I wouldn't have cared if he if he had gotten no, traded. You finish your contract and you go do what he did. You yeah. just say from the start, hey, I'm going home. Yeah. But the fact that you didn't tell management to say I but I have I think I think uh contract negotiations too probably weighed into him not immediately saying I'm going home you know he wanted them to fight for his you know for his contract they offered wanted, him 8 years he wanted to run it up they offered him 8 years 88 million 11 million per year yeah that's what doesn't make that I I get I also understand that you took less to go home but it's, it still hurts, yes, but in the end, I mean, you look at the Islanders now, they're in on Mitch Marner, they got a good goaltending duo, if Varlamov can stay, if, if Varlamov is even what he was back in 2013-14, with the Avalanche, even better if you want to go back to when he was at the Capitals, Grice is still a good goaltender, the defense is tops in the league, the scoring, yes, is a problem, but they have every right to punch out the Leafs. For because like, New York's a better team, they are. They're a better team than Toronto right now. Yeah, and you're and you're as honest of a sports fan as I know. Like you'll like, you even told me, and you fucking jinxed. The Isles for this. You said, oh, the, da- the Islanders are a dark horse for the Cup. And that same week, they get well, swept no, by I Carolina. Didn't want them to win. I absolutely didn't want them to win. And I live on Long Island. I don't want them to win. Yeah. You're a Ranger and Sabres fan. You have ever. I don't like the Islanders. I know They're you going... don't. And I respect that. That's your thing. But, yeah, I, I did think they were going to win the Cup yeah. at one point. You did think that. I, I did. I, I had. Yeah, I did think that. And I was surprised they didn't, to be honest. Yeah. That was the best team they've had since the 80s. Well. Uh, maybe, 84. Maybe, yeah. 80, 83, 84, probably. Well, no, well, yeah. The year, that, the, the, the year they swept Gretzky's Oilers was 1983. That was the best. This Islanders team was the best team they've had since then. Well, no, they have, they're they not better than any other team. They're not better than any other Islander team that won a cup. No, 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 no. Uh, maybe. I would have to go back and really... You would know better than me, to be I, honest. Well, the closest team that will... John Tavares, when he was second in MVP votes behind Carey Price... That you year. didn't go to a conference. Uh, you didn't go to a, a conference final. The last time, the last time the Islanders went to the conference finals is nineteen ninety three against Montreal. Well, that team is a better team than the one that just. That was a wild card team. 
I'm talking like as total points. It doesn't. Well, it, that doesn't matter. It's it's how far you go. All right, true. Playoff hockey true. is a different animal, man. True. It's you know. All right. So while we're on the topic of hockey, if you had to pick the eight playoff teams per conference. As of right now, who would you take? Oh, Jesus. It's, it's, it's July. But still, I mean, you it's, it's never, it never hurts to make predictions. Like, the Metro's Washington, a toss-up still. Washington, Boston. Carolina. Washington, Boston, Carolina. I'm trying to think. You know what? For some reason, I'm put the Devils in there. I think they look good too. They look good also. I'm gonna give the Sabers the benefit of the doubt and put them in. All right. Islanders. Yeah. Just because they made it last year, and I got to yeah. give them the benefit of the doubt. That, that, that coaching staff looks fucking great. How many spots do I have? Um, One or two, right? In terms of the Metro Division, you got three. No, four. Um, Atlantic, you got two right now. Boston and uh, the Sabres. So you got two spots remaining. But you got to have one more in the Atlantic. Columbus. Alright, it's five in the Metro now. Wait, no, no, not Columbus. Give me that back. Alright, wait. Four. Shock haven't said Tampa yet. Yeah, I'll give Tampa a spot. Alright. I have from one to four per division. Capitals, Isles, Rangers, and Devils. Lightning, Toronto, Florida, and Boston. All right. I mean, it's still, it's still a toss-up. It's too early for hockey. It's way man. too fucking early. Talk to me about football, at least. Then. All right, all right. Then I got you. Then, okay. I got this fucking written down my notes somewhere. Like. Alright, so let's see here. I mean, top five teams, like, like if we're, who would you fit, have the, as the first pick in the draft? Because I got what Cincinnati. Do you, what do you mean? Who would finish with the worst record in the NFL? Who's going to finish this year with the worst record? Yeah. I have Cincinnati. Pretty decent pick. Uh, Jesus. That's hard. Tampa? I have Tampa at two. I got Detroit at three, Houston four, Arizona five. Houston at four? Wow. I see them... I, I see them falling off because Tennessee looks good. The Jags look good. The Colts look fucking phenomenal. And that division can end up being a dogfight. Huh. How do you see the NFC West going? Seattle and LA. Yeah. Who wins that division, though? That's the question. I got Seattle this year. I got Seattle, too. I think the Rams take a step back. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see it. You think San Francisco makes it? Um, no. I don't think so either. 
I'm not a Garoppolo believer, per se. Yeah, it's $28.5 million. Jeez. Excuse me. Alright, so... Do you think the Bills make the playoffs? In a tight uh, AFC? Did it... Bills make the playoffs? Yeah, do the Bills make the playoffs? I have the Bills making the playoffs. You think the Bills make the playoffs? I do. I think they get in a wild card at 10 and 6. Alright. So, here's... Where do I, where's my list? I have this fucking somewhere. Alright, so... I have... I might get killed for this. I have no idea. Colts at one in the AFC. Chargers at two. Patriots three. Ravens four. Jacksonville five. Bills six. Uh, not terrible. All right. I can get on board with that. Okay, so with the NFC... Seattle 1, Saints 2, Eagles 3, Packers 4, Rams 5, Chicago 6. I th- I think the Packers will get a lot better than last year. If what you say about Matt LaFleur is true. Yeah, I think so. Being a damn good play caller. And Seattle on paper looks fucking awesome. Again, who do you have at one in the NFC? Seattle. Uh, it's tough. I have New Orleans right behind them at two. I would give New Orleans one. Based on last uh, the last two years, I mean they they're a good football team. They're and, a damn good team, and they, and they didn't lose anybody, and I and they know. gained and they gained players. Yeah, they gained. I would go, New Orleans at one. Alright, so I'm going to read you the Saints roster who they added. So they added Eric McCoy at center, Malcolm Brown at nose tackle, and Latavius Murray as a backup running back to Alvin Kamara. Well, him and Ingram, I guess, are a wash. Yeah. But uh, Saints defense Davenport. Rankins, Brown, and Jordan at, at D-line. A.J. Klein, Alex Anzalone, Demario Davis at linebacker. Eli Apple, Marcus Williams, Von Bell, Patrick Robinson, Marshawn Landmore at defensive back. Now, we're only going by projected starters here. This is who's projected to start. Yeah, they have a good they have a good all around team. I would I, there to me it's no argument they'd be number one in the NFC. All right, so but Seattle. I, I don't think you had the Cowboys in the top ten or five, did you? I had them at seven in the NFC. And who are the who are the six teams in front of them? Chicago Rams. Uh, they're Green. not better than Dallas. Right you don't now. think they're better than Dallas? No, they're not. All right. I'll take your word on that, but I think Chicago's got the upper hand, certainly on defense. Possibly. All right. Offensively and... Offensively, Dallas is better. Yeah. By a fucking mile. All right. Seattle. Um, This is projected offense. Russell Wilson... Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, DK Metcalf, Gary Jennings, Tyre Lockett, David Moore, and those four of the starting four receivers. Will Disley and Jacob Hollister at tight end. Dwayne Brown, Mike Upati, Justin Britt, DJ Fluker, and Jermaine Effetti on the offensive line. Defensive line, LJ Collier, Jaron Reed, Pona Ford, Big fucking nose tackle. 
Ziggy Ansah, Shaquem Griffin, Bobby Wagner, and KJ Wright. Shaquille Griffin, Unga Amadi, Marquise Blair, Bradley McDougald, and Trey Flowers. That's their defensive backs. They do some magic with their defensive backs. Yeah. I'm not crazy. What? What do you think of uh, Minnesota this year? Funny you ask. I have them. I have their roster right here. Um, I personally think they're going to miss. I think the Vikings will miss too. And they were a better team with, with Case Keenum. They were a much better team with Case Keenum. Well, their defense didn't play as good as it did the, no, the it year didn't. before. No, it didn't. I mean, that, that's a defensive-driven team. Yeah. All right. Let's see. I'm going to scroll around here. What do you think of the Cardinals? Not a fan. I'm not a fan of them either, but they look better than last year. Better than last year, but not playoff contention. 5-11 and 11 at best. Yeah, I could see them being around that area. Alright. I'm not crazy to put Seattle the one seed, right? I particular am not. Yeah. Like there's I some, think that's a little... Uh, that's a little high, yeah, but... It's a little homer for you to make that no, prediction. No, no, I, I, I'm that's seeing... That's a homer prediction. That's really not... It is, though. No, if I'm, I'm being honest, it's not. So what about Seattle makes them better than New Orleans? Particularly speaking, home field advantage. If I had to go with that, or that they're very similar. Do you think Seattle has a better home field advantage than Buffalo? No, 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 no. No. I don't know if home field advantage makes a big enough difference in, in the case like that. It's, it's still July. Overall. It's still July. We have two months before the season starts. That's true. And There's a lot of injuries preseason and everything else to go through. And the Saints play... In Seattle week three. So that's going to be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. Alright, what about the Giants? Uh, No. You don't think the Giants are going to be good? I do not. Six and ten. Drifting? If they're lucky. If drifting? They're lucky. I'm drifting, am I? You're what? Am I drifting? A little bit. Alright. What about the Ravens? I, the Ravens? The Ravens look awesome on paper. Seven and nine. Really? Yeah. What about Pittsburgh? Nine and seven, eight and eight. I feel like you have the Browns winning that division. I do. Really? Yep. That's a shocker. Do I have the Browns on my list? I do. Browns still win that division. You think Cleveland wins that division? I do. Alright. Talent speaking, yeah, I do. Talent speaking wise, yes. Do you I think, just am not thrilled with the coaching staff. I'm not. I think Greg Williams is a better fit coach and head coach. That was a much better fit. I got one for you. 
Andrew Locke for league MVP. It could happen. It could happen. It could happen. That's a good-looking team. Patrick Patrick Mahomes, a step forward or a step back? Oh, dear God, step back. Dear fuck, step back. That is step back running all over it. You lose two of your best weapons and probably for a good... You lose your best weapon for a good chunk of the season in all likelihood. I mean, Mitch Morse is... Mitch Morse is gone. You're your center. That's your anchor on the offensive line. They're not much better on defense. I again I could be horribly wrong, but in the end it all comes down to okay, are is Mahomes really legit? Or was this, or was it just Andy Reid's coaching? I feel you. Because I, I don't know personally. First of all, it's it's got step back run all over because you have your Tyreek Hill probably gonna be suspended for half the season. You, I believe in the Madden curse. You might not believe it, but I believe in the Madden curse. Yep. Mahomes has got the mad cover. Mahomes, yeah. yeah. I, I guess. Madden first, I don't think it's going to do it. I think losing Tyreek Hill for a while and Kareem Hunt hurts and Mitch Morse especially. Mitch Morse hurts a lot. That was the best. That was one of the top two centers in the league. Where'd he go? Buffalo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Josh Allen to step forward. I'll tell you that. Yes. Because I have the Bills roster right near. Josh Allen, LaShawn McCoy, Devin Singletary, Frank Gore. Zay Jones, Robert Foster, John Brown, Cole Beasley, Tyra Croft, Dawson Knox. What, you just went through the receiving core? I went through the starters, yeah. I went going the offensive line. Deion Dawkins, Quentin Spain, Mitch Morse, Cody Ford, Ty Nishke. That line looks tremendously better. That's what you have the line. Yeah, that's the that's the starters in the offensive line. I don't have to. I wouldn't have the same starters. Because I'm going, I'm going on ourlads.com. That's that's who I. That's who I'm seeing is the starter. Oh, they have Ford as right tackle now. Yeah, I would have Ford as the right tackle. They have Spencer. Here's how I would have it. Okay. I would have Deion Dawkins. Yeah. Spain is good. I don't know. I have Wyatt Teller. Really? And as a, yeah. All right. Morris at center. I, Mitch Morris. That's a no-brainer. Um. Who's your right? Tiny. Uh, Tiny would be move right guard. Okay. And you got Ford at right tackle. Yes. Alright. That's a better spot from. Yeah. Alright. That defense looks better. The defense looks so much better than last year. The I mean, defense was well, number the two in the league last, really year. last year. <laughs> the defense was number two in the league. So they brought in Ed Oliver, uh, Kevin Johnson as well. 
I like the Johnson signing. Levy Wallace out for that position. Uh, for corners, they have Kevin Johnson, Tredavious White, EJ Gaines. Levy Wallace is fifth. Uh, it might not end up that way. All right. Think Singletary uh, beats out Gore? Or Yeldon. Uh, Yeldon's gotta get cut, I guess. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. With the running backs, that's one thing I really don't know what McDermott and has thinking in that. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know who he's thinking is his starter. I don't know who he's thinking is. I'm very curious to see how the Bills do, but. The Jets also look promising on paper. But at the same time, you they have to get they they need a better offensive line. Yeah. I mean the Bills also brought in John Feliciano. They bought brought in Death. Uh, Good Death. And we have a leftover in Teller, and Vlad Dukasi's leftover. Who we have good depth too. Very good depth. So, according to OurLads.com, here's Seattle's. Well, I would. Here's how I would have. I would have Brown at left tackle, Phil Haynes at left guard, Brett at center, Fluker at right guard, and George Fenn at right tackle. That's a better line. Fant is a better right tackle than Efedi by a mile. Um, Metcalf looks promising. Jennings could be your two. Lockett's your slot. Moore is your fourth. Is your fourth position. And either Jerron Brown or John Ursua is going to be your five. And our sewer can run. Carson and Penny could be fucking awesome. They could be awesome. Yeah. Now, for some fucking reason, they have Shaquille Griffin starting a strong side, which I think is awesome. They got KJ Wright, who I think could get traded at weak side. Wagner, of course, in the middle. Um, Barton, backup middle linebacker. Ben Burkirvin, backup weak side. Jacob Martin is your pass rusher. That's That guy's an animal. I'm excited for Marquise Blair free safety. You, I don't know if you watched... Enough college football. Do you remember Marquise Blair's highlights at Utah? Uh. Let me see. No. He's a bigger Earl Thomas. He's a 6'2 Earl Thomas. Look at this game. What? It's coming down to me. A field goal. Two seconds left. 50 yards. Oh. Who's your kicker? Hoska. Oh, you're fucked. Nope. Fucked. Oh. oh. It should have went. Oh. That's brutal. That sucks, man. I played terrible, though. That's fine. It's fine. It is what it is. I mean... I... I I have some shitty games at Madden every now and then. What's the record on Madden? I I don't play competitive that much, but... Because my Wi-Fi is shitty. 
What? What do you have? Do you have Xbox One? 360. Oh, God. Yeah. That's, that's pathetic. Yeah. You don't like video games? Uh, I have a GameCube, but, like, my fucking family took it away, but it is what it is. Like, I'm looking to buy a new one. An Xbox One, man. I might get an Xbox One. I have no idea. But. Alright, so. What? Tyler Croft will be back by the start of the season. Yeah. Okay? Probably yeah. an upgrade over Clay at this point. Yes. He's got size. You have. Dawkins, who's going into his third year in a contract year, needs to have a big year. You yep. have Teller, who I see a lot of potential in Teller. I don't know why I have him as a starter. I see a lot of potential of him. He's a big mauler, and I like that in an offensive lineman. Okay. I got Morse, who's a top five center. Yep. Then I got... I'd have Quinn Spain at right guard. You put oh. you put Spain at right guard. That's a really good line. Yeah, and Cody Ford at right tackle. Yeah, and you have deep threats galore. You have deep threats galore at receiver. Well, that's the whole thing. With Stills, Foster, Brown, Jones, and now and Beasley in the slot. And that's the thing, with some protection and Josh Allen buying extra time, they are going to stretch the field. Oh! It's very attractive. It's an attractive buy. It'd be fun to watch. It'd be very fun to watch. If it works. Yeah, if... If Josh Allen is is who you think he is. I think he is. Alright. Defensively, Matt Milano coming back. Tremaine Edmonds in his second year. They need a better pass rusher at linebacker, though. If Alexander, you know... Well, he's back, Alexander. He is back, but you can make a trade. Put Milano as your pass rusher. What say KJ Wright? No? No, I don't think they need to go and do that. I You wouldn't trade a third you wouldn't trade a third or a fourth round pick for KJ Wright? Oh I would. Yeah, you would. Yeah, absolutely. I know you would. Because that's his value. He's an underrated player, but like that's his value now. Ooh, trade markets. Um, Jaron Reed, would you trade a second and a fourth for Jaron Reed? Not you if you're the Bills, but like let's say you're you're Cincinnati or whatever. Would you trade a second and a fourth for Jaron Reed? Yeah. Second in defensive tackles and sacks. Well, Ta- no, not a defensive tackle. I got Ed Oliver now. No, I know you haven't. I'm saying if you're Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. I would try and get anybody if I'm Cincinnati. Yeah. Hmm. Tyler Eifert. Would you trade for him? No. You I would? already have a Croft. And a Dawson Knox. They're similar guys. Yeah. No, is Will here? We gotta get that fuck on here. Have you two complain? What's your biggest weakness on Seattle? Biggest weakness? Right tackle. Right tackle and tight end. Alright. 
wanted Eifert in free agency. Or, do you remember Mike Gesicki? Do you know? Do you remember him? Yeah. Would you, if you're the Dolphins, take this trade? Jaron Reed for Mike Gesicki, one for one. Or to sweeten the deal, you add Ed Dixon to that. They're not going to give up a, a, a rookie they just drafted. They they drafted him last year. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think they're high on him. They love they love that kid. I wanted him with the first round last year. I wanted him with that pick. But you know, they drafted Rashad Penny. He looks good. He's been looking good in camp. At camp, he'll be hurt the first week. True. Just like Tyler Croft. Probably. What are you doing next week? Uh, not sure. Why? What's up? Uh, looking to record right on sometime, like, let's say, Wednesday. Looking for what? Looking to record on Wednesday. Alright, cool. So, I'll post, I'll, I'll go edit the video, I'll go edit the uh, recordings right now. So, alright, too sweet? Alright. Yeah! Woo! Later, bro. You, Later, bro.